First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Michael Reagan is an American political commentator, a Republican strategist, former radio talk show host. He travels the country and the world promoting the Ronald Reagan, the le- legacy of his dad, uh, President Ronald Reagan. Michael Reagan on the line right now. Michael, good morning. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, good morning to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, radio, 26 years. Wow. It's a, I like to say that, you know, the kid practicing the piano, that's what we do really in radio. He practices once a day for an hour. We practice radio once a day for three hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and you, we study for that three hours for about 24. It is crazy, right? Uh, it, yeah. Uh, so, uh, by the way, thanks so much for coming on. And I know we're talking about the uh, the Reagan Legacy Foundation, which honors veterans. Can we, right out front, can we talk about that? Oh, yeah, we can certainly talk, certainly talk about that. you got Memorial Day coming up. You only have yeah. 300,000 vets left from the Second World War. Wow. Uh, you have D-Day right around the corner, 50th anniversary of Memorial Day, 77th anniversary of, of D-Day, and the Reagan Legacy Foundation, uh, we figured out a way a few years ago to, to start to really remember these people who served in the Second World War and European theater as we've gone to Normandy on, on numerous occasions. My dad was the first president to speak at Normandy on D-Day in 1984 in that great point to hawk speech that he gave. And we started working with the Airborne Museum there. And what we're doing is we're laying bricks in the ground uh, you, in the walkways to have people remember who these people were yeah. uh, that served in the Second World War. And it's just going over so very, very, very well. I mean, COVID's gotten in the way of some of this stuff, mm-hmm, but yeah. it's it's so wonderful to see, especially see a, a World War II vet who goes and sees a brick in his name there at St. Mary Glees, which, by the way, was the first town freed by America at 4 a.m. in the morning on D-Day. Wow. All the paratroopers are headed there. If you saw the longest day, red buttons is hanging from the church steeple at St. Mary mm-hmm. Glees. Yeah, And what people can do is they can go online to walkwaytovictory.com. They can purchase a brick. It's $250. They put the information, you know, on get that information. We put it on the brick, have it made, send the brick to, to Normandy. It's put in the ground for all time for people to see. And any of the money left over from the $250, which there's some, goes to a scholarship program we have set up for the men and women who served aboard the USS Ronald Reagan. Uh, it's awesome, and, uh, and and when you think of that uh, incredible generation and, and their sacrifice, um, and there are, uh, every year that goes by, there are fewer and fewer left to be able to tell the uh, the story. And I think for many oh. of them, they were very quiet over the over the years and and didn't speak. I, I know I have an uncle that was in World War II would never speak about his experience in the war. Uh, they never do. Yeah, they really don't. They're so humble. I, I meet them when I see them in their, their late nineties, and and they still travel there as when they can. Yeah, uh, they used to have celebrations at Normandy every ten years. Now it's every five years because there's less and less vets that go there. But when you see them, it just they're they're in tears as they walk through that area that they landed in when they parachuted out of a whatever yeah. they did. It's it just wonderful to be able to sit and, and talk and hear their stories. Like, like the young man at 17 bailed out of a plane on D-Day morning and uh, a couple of years ago 
on the anniversary D Day, he bailed out again, tandem with, with someone, and landed, and a member of the media walked up to him and said, "How was it?" Yeah, he says, "Well, it's better than last time they were shooting at me." <laughs> I hate to laugh at that, but yeah. at least he's got some. Uh, yeah. Yeah, light attitude. So, our um, let me ask you. I know that our our military today um, is asked to do an awful lot. It's a completely different mm-hmm. world. But uh, you know, we, we it, sometimes we look and we just take it so much for granted. And especially that the uh, the National Guard plays such a big role in every place that we are in the uh, in the world. Is the um, and if you listen to critics right now with Joe Biden in office and uh, coming off President Trump. We're at a point where we've lost we've lost that ability to to have a great America, uh, like your father talked about. Um, have we lost that? Does it still exist? Yeah, you, get, you know, you go through the history of the country; it gets lost for a while, but yeah. somehow it always always finds its way back. And you know, it's so important to to remember these people, these these vets that are serving now, the National Guard. Bets you see that are old who were in other wars. Remember them every day, not just two days a year. I mean, really, right. remember them every day yeah. and thank them. But read history. One of the problems is we don't teach history. Right. And, and we, we need to really teach history. And you can't leave it up to the schools to teach history. We've got to do it ourselves. Yeah. Teach history. I played golf with a kid a few years ago. I was asked to raise the American flag at the American Cemetery in Normandy. I was playing golf with a young man, 25 years of age. I told him what I was going to do is leaving the next day to go to France. And, and he looked at me and said, why is there an American cemetery in Normandy? Wow. He had no idea. Wow. No concept. Wow. Yeah. And I asked, him, I asked him at the end of the golf game on the 18th hole, I said, you know something? Did you think D-Day is when your report card came home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we are speaking... So it, Yes, the history so much. Teach if teach we it. teach the history to our younger ones, then they will be the ones to make America great. Uh, we're speaking with Michael Reagan, the son of former president, the great Ronald Reagan. Um, do you uh, are are you uncomfortable at times? It's almost as if your dad's name is tossed around in comparison, <laughs> as much as Abraham Lincoln's uh, these days. Oh, this is the uh, this. Here's another Ronald Reagan. This is uh, so Ronald Reagan-esque. Um, does that sometimes bother you? And what would your father think? Well, it, it does, I mean, it's an honor that people do that. But at the same time, if you're going to do it, get it right. Right. Uh, and what bothers me is when, you know, they don't get it right. Uh, and, and I guess that's why you know, I, I'm the oldest living member of the Reagan family. I go back a long ways. And... So I, I I always tell people in in politics and stuff like that if you want to call me call me yeah I'll yeah, I'll sit down with you uh, and talk to you and try and get you through this and and what I try to really tell some of these politicians if they listen they have trouble with that uh, is you know Ronald Reagan just didn't you know Ronald Reagan spoke to us in parables really think about his speeches they were stories yeah yeah and he spoke to us in in parables. And when you heard his speech, you did more than hear it. You 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 lived it. You you it infected you. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Infected and affected you. You can listen to the speeches he gave today, and they're so relevant today as mm-hmm. they were back when he gave the speech the first time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna. I have one last question. I've got fifty in my head. Um, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna waste it on this one, but I think it's a good one. Um, what was it like for you 
um, because you were there when the transition occurred from Hollywood to to the governorship to one of our greatest presidents. What was that like for you? It's it's so different. I mean, it's just you know, Hollywood's one thing. I was a Hollywood kid. My mother was a Academy Award winning actress, Jane Wyman. You know, yeah. my my dad goes into politics. So I'm going, oh, okay. Uh, you know, in fact, my sister Patty's trying to put together a project with Netflix to, about how the world before the, the our family before the world crashed in. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Because, like, I tell people, I say, if you're going to run for office, you can have good news and bad news. The good news is you won the election. The bad news is you won the election. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's absolutely true because yeah. whatever family you had disappeared. Yeah. The family because your constituents and all that. So I was, I had a great relationship with my dad driving out to the ranch as a kid for so many years. And I had a great relationship afterwards. Yeah. And even with Alzheimer's, we found a way to communicate. Um, but it's, it's, it's not easy when you have people like in my family who are so iconic. Right. Uh, you know, how do you live up to that? I mean, I did radio for 26 years, and people mm-hmm. say, well, the only reason you did radio is because your father was Ronald Reagan. You go, right. like, at what year do I gain my own voice? Yeah, you know, you're is right. Is there a yeah. year in there where, hey, he's really pretty good? <laughs> well, I got to tell you, um, you could just uh, you could just take it easy and put it on uh, on autopilot, and you're not. You are, uh, you're, you're out there carrying on the legacy and making a difference uh, for some very important people in our history. And uh, for that, uh, that's all you, Michael Reagan. We appreciate what you're doing. Thank you very much. Walkwaytovictory.com. Thank you so much. We appreciate the time. Thank you. Uh, Michael Reagan, uh, walkwaytovictory.com is the uh, is the website. Good grab there, Andrew. Dominion. Pretty awesome. Yeah, wild.